Welcome to Bezalow Music Talk on the Bezalow Network. My two cents on no not wants. This is Bezalow here. Glad everybody is doing okay. And I'd just like to say thank you for listening to another episode of Bezalow Music Talk. This is my take on no not want. And I'm going to try to be fair as much as I can and not try to be biased but this is my take the no not want was really a tool to fight the increasing drug problem that was happening during the time of Ronald Reagan uh, George Bush as presidents and I'm not leaving out Bill Clinton, none of that. But it was a, uh, a tool to help fight on the war on crime. And what made the no not want is to try to catch, which is kind of funny, try to catch people who are selling marijuana. Wow. Have we come a long way, baby. And other drugs. In other words, it was set up to make a quick, you know, process of going in and recovering the drugs from the drug dealer before they destroy them, you know, or hide them somewhere. In other words, it was a quick takedown with guns blazing and saying, this is uh, the police and catching them before they get got rid of the drugs or just leave their cells. And that was the main purpose. It was to help law enforcement try to get drug dealers off the street, you know, try to catch them in the act with the drugs and the money. And... This process seemed at the time a great idea. But one of the problems is because you have to use Intel and sometimes your Intel is faulty. In other words, the person, you might be at one address and you got the wrong address. And this caused you to go into a house and apartment that are innocent bystanders and what happened is you might end up shooting the wrong person, killing the wrong person or that person could actually get in a shootout with you because you're breaking into their dominion, their home and all and take officers out and really it's just an unnecessary uh, what would I call uh, casualties for nothing because the person you're looking for is not there and innocent bystanders get killed and police officers get hurt or killed too. Now the problem is that when you go into these houses and do these things, the 
the main problem is if you got the wrong house what can you know what what you just say you're sorry most people say police don't never say they sorry they just come in and ramshack your house looking for evidence and put holes in your walls and on the floor you know going your floorboards trying to look for stuff even though they don't even have the person that they're looking for in custody in the house and telling you to lay down with a gun pointed to your head your children got guns pointed to their heads and it's just a total mess and then after you found out after you destroyed the house destroyed the the children and the people in the house with trauma that is going to be with them for a long time you just get in your trucker van and leave and even if you survive you got the scars of what happened to you now I'm just giving my two cents and I, I say I could see it as a two but I see it as a two that need to be cleared up you go in at in the middle of the night and I'm thinking about you know is it worth the collateral damage that you have by going in there if you're getting this person off the street you might say that it's a a violent offender somebody that 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 needs to be taken off immediately you should have your intel that support that fact now you might say the police officer i we don't have much time we've just been informed he's in the neighborhood right now he's in that house right now we need to get him down take him down now okay but if the intel is wrong now what <coughs> excuse me but i'm just telling you that this is very dangerous and especially dangerous for people of color why because we look at statistics and data that said that most people who get killed innocent people are people of color 40 percent are black 12 percent are hispanic and which just tell you that they are innocent but they die or kill or murder as I could say because and don't have nothing to do whatever the police are looking for yes the police supposed to get a sign up and have this signed by a, a judge and in Minneapolis they had it so that the police chief even signed in on it but when I heard the police chief and I'm talking about uh, Mayor Locke said that the police feared their life because he had a gun which was a legal gun it was his gun and he has the right wherever he lay his head to sleep with his gun like some people sleep with teddy bears and because you come in at six 
45 or sometime in the morning and you think people, I, I like to know how many people when you are, are awakened from a good sleep can be really coherent at that time. You might not even hear that when they say police at the door. You might think you're dreaming. You know, this can't be for real. And somebody kicked the, the uh, sofa you was on and you raise up and, and to move the blanket from your head. And when you raise up in, in your hand, it was a gun. That gun was in your hand. Could you not should you remember that? When you're trying to get those, who are these people in the house? Are they are really policemen or not? I mean, nine seconds and you are taking off this world. It's not appropriate action as I can see. Why couldn't they say, show me some ID. Show me some ID. Or put your hands up, put your hands up, put your hands up. He didn't get a chance to to uh, any of those response. He was just shot because a gun, which wasn't aimed at nobody, showed up. That means we got to take him out. What makes me, as a person who owns a gun, if I had my gun on the nightstand of my bed and you come in to my bedroom, I'm sleep, half sleep. I might not even hear you say police. I'm, I'm, might be just seeing flashlights and things pointing at me and all that. If the gun is on the bed and I raise up just to be raised up, not to even grab the gun, you kill me instantly because I'm near the gun in my own home. The, the, the I will die for our legal rights to have and with my possession a gun. This is some of the things that I just say. It's really a trip. And I'm just gonna say that uh we 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 need to think about this law. I know police want to get the bad guys off the street, but if a guy just ran a stop sign and he goes 95 miles an hour and flying down the street. You chasing him. You should, you know, and you realize he going to an area where there might be a parade or, it, you know, it might be an area where there's a whole lot of kids playing. Do you just keep on going to get him? And, and you see he's already reckless and pursue him while, and then he just go and kill 12 or 15 kids in the street playing uh, baseball or anything or walking home for school and you arrested him but there's a whole lot of parents that lost their children or their children are injured that, that that's okay with you I don't think so because people say anything when it ain't got nothing to do with them. But when somebody in their family is hurt by the same process, then they feel it. We, we got to thank God that it's not ours, but we should be ready for those families that's going to hit the gun he had. He didn't have no police record. 
He ain't had no history of violence. One thing they always throw to people that get in situations where they did this, they did that. They they have a bad record. All this. Well then when you when you don't have all that, there's great silence. Oh, the gun he had. Well it was legal. It was his. He bought the gun. We 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 should never, never, never let you know I call it character assassination of people who've been done wrong. It does not justify that that person should lose their life. Whether he have a police record or not, what they did was totally wrong and was what I call capital punish because he didn't get a chance to say anything. He didn't get a chance, if he had did anything wrong, to have his day in court. It was execution, microwave execution. If they had the proper training and all that, I know in nine seconds, well, they didn't know what it was, but you have all those guns. It would seem to me, if he had lift that gun up, then you could have just say okay, but you didn't say nothing. You didn't give him a chance to get out under under the blanket. You you could have just said, "We got guns on you. Don't grab anything. Just raise your hand, both hands up in the air." It, it's, it, it was many things instead of just shooting somebody. And then you shoot somebody innocent. And then the video shows that this person was no harm to you. And the fact that you had a key, you didn't bust in the door, you had a key to walk in. And what about the person you Alleged you did all this for. He's nowhere in sight. And you shot him three times. <sighs> A young man's life is gone because of no knock warrants. And I just think I, to me, this this uh, method of getting people, they got to be some safety measures. Because I'm not going to say that we should just stop it, but what kind of case are we looking at? If it was a mass murderer, serial killer, or something like that? somebody they bringing harm to society we we should look at it but we should do our homework just like I say you can't justify it if you everybody else got to die because of it and I want people to think about that life is too precious all of us are too precious for 
people to get killed by police and even policemen to get killed by people who they enter a house that they shouldn't have. How can you justify when you go in somebody's house and they ain't did nothing wrong? What made you think that they gonna sit down and just stop because you entered their house? They don't know you the real police. They might think you are fake police and you tear up the house looking for what you want. How you get compensated for that? There's a whole lot of cases. They shoot the animals in the house. What you gonna think when a, a dog or something see you coming in the house of their master and because they act like they gonna attack you? You should consider that all when you do these things. I just think it's sad that another person, Mr. Locke, Miss Brianna Taylor, and many more have should be here today. Instead, they not part of this world and didn't do anything wrong. My God. And those who say it's justified, when you say that, until it's one of your kids or your parents and your mothers and daughters. And I just think that we need to do things, we can do things better than what it is. Especially you people in offices in Minneapolis. My goodness. It just seems like you just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's ain't one thing, it's another. So, that's my two cents on that. But before I go, I want you to hear this case and you know I'm doing yes as I looked through all my files and I came across a story about baby boo-boo this happened in Georgia in 2014 May 2014 and I just want you to listen to what happened in this no-knock raid that went terribly wrong right here on Bezalow Music Talk. Case of Buncombe Phone Save NH On May 27, 2014, in Cornelia, Georgia, a police informant alleged that he had bought $50 of methamphetamine from Juanis Thundava, a 30-year-old dealer at a residence belonging to Amanda Thundava, his mother. The dealer did not reside at the house, which contained no drugs or weapons, though a family with four young children lived in the house. Sheriff's Deputy Nikki Autry secured a no-knock warrant after awaking a county magistrate at his home and making inaccurate sworn statements to him. Police executed a no-knock raid at 2.25 a.m. on May 28, 
with a SWAT team breaching a door with a ram and throwing a flashbang stun grenade into a room containing a 19-month-old child. The grenade exploded inside the infant's playpen, igniting the playpen and his pillow, causing blast burn injuries to the face and chest, a complex laceration of the nose, upper lip and face, 20% of the right upper lip missing, the external nose being separated from the underlying bone, and a large avulsion burn injury to the chest with a resulting left pulmonary contusion and sepsis. The infant, Bonkum Fonsevan H or Baby Boo Boo, was placed in a medically induced coma and needed a series of surgeries that cost more than a million dollars. He became the subject of a lawsuit against the police department to pay for the medical bills. The legal case argued that children's toys, including a plastic child's pool, were in the yard and the packaging for the playpen the infant was sleeping in was next to the door the police breached. The lawsuit alleged that police were plainly incompetent for failing to realize that a child was in the room. The search yielded no drugs, no drug dealer and no weapons. The drug dealer was arrested the next day without the use of flashbang grenades. The civil lawsuit was eventually settled, with the county paying $3.6 million, including approximately $1.65 million in pain and suffering. A Haversham County, Georgia, grand jury declined to indict any of the participants, but did release a strongly worded report. Federal prosecutors then secured an indictment against Deputy Autry. She was acquitted of any wrongdoing by a federal jury after her week-long trial. Police does, they do not have, like a James Bond, a license to kill. Yes, you can get paid money, but you never can bring a life back or repair all the damage that's been done to people who have been injured physically and mentally like baby boo-boo. But this is another thing that police should be held responsible for their action. They should not, I repeat, because they got a pass, uh, a badge should get a pass for their action. If we the private citizen can be charged with murder. The police should be charged with murder. It's just like I know a person who drive bus for uh, public transportation. When they do something wrong, they are held in a higher regard than a regular driver because they are professional drivers. When they do something wrong, they are more likely to get double the fine than a person to drive a regular car because they are professionals. Same for police. If you do something that take an innocent life, you should be reprimanded and also fired and also do jail time for your actions. If you're going to keep this law on the books, they should be know the consequences 
of their actions and not get a free pass that they never go to jail. And that's my two cents. Have a pleasant day and evening and glad that you're listening to this podcast. Don't forget to go on our Twitter or our website and leave your comments. Until next time, love, peace, and hair greets from Bezalow Music Talk on the Bezalow Network.